Germany are going to win the World Cup. But for 20 minutes, we thought they were going out. And I'm just going to remember those 20 minutes. Honestly, I'm just going to remember them fondly because nobody can take those away from us. I doubted them, but, you know, we really should have heeded the words of Gary Lineker. Remember on our preview podcast, brought up that famous quote, 22 men, run around, chase a football for 90 minutes, the end, Germans always win. What a ridiculous game against Sweden today. Just pulled it out of the nether regions of wherever they do their things at the very last second. Oh, that was so frustrating. Yes, you are channeling my emotions. You said you were more excited than frustrated. I mean, I was excited because what an insane end to the match. That was awesome. But as frustrating as someone that wanted to see Sweden get a result. So Germany had the knife stuck in them. The early goal from Sweden. Sweden should have had a penalty 10 minutes into this game. Yeah. Well. VAR, where you at? What's the point of having it if you're not going to use it in that type of situation? Is that a fair criticism? Yeah, I think I was really mad when they didn't use it in the Serbia-Switzerland match. Sure. When we apparently decided that two people can rugby tackle Alexander Mitrovic and not look yeah, at Yeah, VAR it. has just decided that it's not there's going been, to be used on those type of There's been more penalties in this World Cup than the last World right. Cup. Right, and already. there could have been even more. There's, yeah, if we're going to give everything that's a penalty, you can't miss the things that are also obviously penalties. Right. So Sweden go 1-0 up. We go to halftime. Sweden could have scored right before yeah. halftime. Manuel Neuer doing Manuel Neuer things. Great save. I told, I've told you this off air before, but I don't yeah. think I've mentioned it on the podcast. There is no thing in football more frustrating than having that camera pan to the right as you think an attacker is played in behind and is going to be one-on-one. And then Manuel Neuer is just standing there 45 yards in front of his own goal to pop the ball away. So infuriating. Yeah, it's not fun, but Stand I Stand on your goal line. I give him credit. Play like a real goalie. It's a market inefficiency. He's he's worst. He's realized that if your goalie's comfortable playing outside the box, it gives your team an advantage. Look, credit to him. Sure, I guess. Yeah. This is the World Cup After Dark podcast. I'm Austin. He's Amit. Amit, are you going to be focused on this podcast today? Look, I have to say that as we're recording... MLS is back, baby. It's back. Philadelphia Union are playing the Whitecaps, and I'm locked in. So I might be a little spacey today. Okay. Are the, are the Union winning? It, haven't started yet. We've okay. Got, we've got an interview with Alfonso Davies right now. Oh, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, Union should probably Yeah, 2026. Him. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to see him. Yeah, sure. Get, get familiar now. Sure, we will. <laughs> so at halftime of Germany-Sweden, it's as though the world has fallen in. Yeah, 45 minutes away from Germany being out. And then they salvage it very quickly to start yeah. the second half. Okay. Royce scores. It goes to 1-1. One, one. Germany then apply the pressure for about 10 minutes, and you think the second is coming. But then it doesn't, and you start to think about it. A draw didn't do Germany much good. It kept them alive, sure, but it would have been completely out of their hands, and I don't and think they, Mexico would have really cared to just play out a draw to Sweden. I think both teams would have been fine with that. Yeah. I think so. Germany clearly needed it, and Sweden were trying their best. They had a few chances on the counter. And then... Jerome Boateng gets, gets sent, sent off. off. Good and then Sweden of... get even worse. Yeah, so this is the worst part of it all, is that Sweden went up a man, Boateng gets sent off rightfully, and they don't go for the winner. I mean, you don't have to go for a win, but they played for the draw. And so badly that it, they just sat back, and with 10 men, Germany looked like they had the man advantage. And the worst part about this to me was that Mexico showed you in that first match that Germany is so susceptible to the counter. You take away a defender. Then they took another defender off. 
Sweden needed to get something on there. They had chances, but they could have had more, and they could have buried Germany. And then, as football always does, it ends with Germany winning. Tony Cruz, really nicely taken free kick off the little touch-off, just buries it. 96 minutes. Just clutch. 2-1, and now Germany are the favorites to get out of this group in second place. Everything just turns in an instant. Turns in an instant. That was crazy. Just just crazy, man. I Ugh. I can't believe it. Infuriating. My question to you, Amit, what do you make of Germany long-term in this World Cup? Yeah, so I had all these questions. You know, we were kind of talking about all the the best teams and how they're playing at this World Cup, and I, you know, had some questions about Germany's just tactics after that Mexico game. Nothing they did today answered those questions. They give Yogi Lo credit for at least trying to fix some things. They took out Ozil and Kadira. They put in Rudy. You know, it was a little more balanced side. But Sweden still had two or three really high chances on the counter. Look at the XG of this game. It was pretty much dead even. It's not like if Sweden was a better counterattacking team, right. they would have scored. Germany's defense, I think, is a good defense in theory and good at defending, but not at defending the counter which is a skill that Germany needs to have if that's how they're going to play most matches. They have not figured out how to suffocate a counterattack, and that is a fatal flaw going forward. And fortunately for them, they've played two teams that, to be frank, haven't. Mexico was good on the counter, but they didn't finish their opportunity. No, Mexico should have had two or three. Right. Really. And it's just frustrating. So, I don't know. I have a lot of questions. The talent clearly shown through today. Sure. Like, whatever. They have Tony Cruz. He made a mistake, but... He also won you a match. Uh, their attacking talent is awesome. Whatever you want to say about Leroy Sané, you should have put him in. But okay, he's not there. It doesn't matter. They have some issues. They don't have central defensive midfielders. They have Kadira, who is too slow. Rudy, I don't think, did the job. They're out without Boateng for their last game, but they need him. Mats Hummels is injured. There's a lot of questions in this back line. And I, two of the teams they have played so far haven't broken through but they've shown that these two teams yeah. that are not great attacking teams mexico mexico is a good attacking a team good but attack not team, on a good day not on a good day expose yeah. a lot of problems what happens when they play a competent attacking team i'm just worried that when germany plays a team that's willing to go toe-to-toe with them it'll actually play in their favor right because they're more susceptible to counterattacks than team trying to break them down yeah. when they're set in i think that's a fair point so i don't know it's going to be interesting to see but the way it's shaping up I know you're you're dying over there of nervousness. Yeah. If Germany gets through this group in second and Brazil gets through their group on first, that sets up a monumental clash in the round of 16 where for both sides, everything that's been wrong in this tournament could be righted and everything that's been right could go terribly, terribly wrong. Um, are you prepared to host this podcast from the round of 16 on solo, solo? after yeah, I literally die. die from that match? Yeah, man. I'm excited for it. I think it would be great just to get that monumental clash and with so much nerves. I think neither of these sides wants that because they're not ready. Oh. These sides are we're talking about we'll talk about Brazil. They're not they're not playing their their nope. best brand. No, it would kill me. It would just literally yeah. kill me. I don't want that. Let's well, I don't know. We'll figure that out. Let's stick in this group before yeah. we get to Brazil. An earlier match today, Mexico two, South Korea one. Your dude! Son, yeah, hit a belter. It came too late, but it could be meaningful because Germany won. South Korea is not dead. If they beat Germany, get to three points, 
and make up goal differential on Sweden if Sweden lose to Mexico, there is a way for them through. Now, that's asking a lot, but when you lose two matches and you're still alive, you have to feel okay. Yeah, Mexico, I didn't think look as looked as good as they did against Germany, Yeah, but they got it done, and that was kind of a big question for them because they don't always get it done. Yeah. And here against lesser opposition, took advantage of a penalty midway through the first half, Vail a good penalty finish, clear penalty for me, the arm's up. And then Chicharito's finish for the second was really nice. Chicharito, a player that I really, really love. But that was really nice. The Sun goal, consequential in one sense, completely inconsequential in the sense of this match. Yeah. It was frustrating for Korea because they clearly offer something going forward. Sun works really hard in attack, creates a lot of chances. But the, the quality top to bottom isn't there. And, you know, Mexico, I thought, struggled a lot. Um, not struggled, but you said they could have played better. They could have. But they were bailed out by a penalty kick, which saved them. And then from there on, Korea was playing, you know, kind of in the back, in the, in the back seat. So credit to Mexico. They got it done. South Korea, they're still alive. Mexico has got to feel good about the way this is going so far. Yes, but Mexico also has to, in the very deep recesses of their mind, feel Be a little bit scared because that 666, the devil potential is still there. Yeah, they're, they're not automatically through. So if they lose... Yep. Uh, to Sweden. Sweden. They're they're on six. Sweden's on six. And then if Germany win, then goal differential could come and haunt. If them. both Germany and Sweden win those matches by multiple goals, Mexico could be out having won two matches. This group shapes up really nicely for that last match day. You just mentioned the two matchups: Mexico, Sweden, Germany, South Korea. Everybody with something to play for, which will make those matches very entertaining. There's no. Nobody's looking to play spoiler. They all think that they can still get out. It's going to be difficult, clearly, for South Korea, but they could still do it, and they just have to go out and win and hope that things go their way in the other match. And look, South Korea, Sun running at that German back line. Yeah, if they if they adopt the counterattacking style yeah. that Sweden and Mexico play, there's a lot of space, and that's what Hyungman Sun would thrive in. So we'll see. I, I don't think Korea has what it no. takes, but you know they get they frustrate Germany a bit. Germany is, yeah. a, I think the, I think Germany is in a weak mental place. I think this win obviously does wonders. For yeah, the but now you but don't know where they're at after yeah. this win. That could completely be out the I window. I think their their side has a lot of doubts in it. Yeah, that's fair. All right, what put you on the spot? What do you think happens in this group? Who goes through? It's really I hard think, to pick against. I Germany. think Mexico, Sweden play to a draw, and Germany gets a win. So that puts Mexico on seven, Germany on six. Yeah, Sweden going home. Yeah, I think Sweden missed their chance. This yeah, was their this chance. Was the they chance. needed a draw, and they. Yeah. Or a win, but yeah, I can't. I, I don't know that I can really argue against that. This is going to be a really, really interesting group. And as you said, this group ties in very nicely with Group E because those two teams, those two groups, yeah, will be matched up in the round of sixteen. Heading back to yesterday, Group E's results: two 0 win for Brazil. Don't let the scoreline fool you, Amit. I was yelling yeah, and screaming at the TV. Ninety minutes of just. You know, nail-biting, nerve-wracking. You must have been losing it. Oh, absolutely. Brazil, Brazil created so many chances. Yeah. It was just like, when are they going to put one of these in? When are they going to put Look, one of these in? I told you, didn't I? Yeah. I said I was worried about this match for that exact possibility. And, man, it happened, and it was infuriating. Yeah. It, and, you know, we're talking about this. Brazil and Germany, two big wins. But this World Cup, the big teams have not impressed. They really have not impressed. Brazil needed every minute of this. You hear that? The you Belgium hype train. The Belgium hype train. We'll get to that in a yeah, minute. We'll get to that. Belgium people are impressed. Yeah. Too impressed. <laughs> yeah. 
We'll but, derail that train a little but, bit. But, you know, credit to Brazil. They huffed and they puffed. They blew the wall down. It was a nice bit of play. Beautiful hold up. Yeah. Just sneaked through. Poked it right in. Kaylor Navas. Octopus. Doesn't matter how many legs you have, you still get begged. Yeah. <laughs> there was a big get in yelled at my TV when yeah. that went in. There was also a lot of Portuguese spoken to my TV. Not a lot of it can be repeated. Okay. I will say that. Okay. Um, but yeah, when Brazil had that penalty denied after being initially given, it was really queasy time for me because that kind of felt like it was going to be the moment. You could see the emotion for Brazil in this match. Very yeah. emotional. People are talking about that. The critics, you know, Brazil is so emotional. Does that hurt them? Does it help them? I don't. I don't know, man. It's a, they're an emotional nation, and yeah. the way they play. And there's a lot of pressure on that. You're going to be frustrated when you're breaking through for 90 minutes and can't score. Yeah, and when you also realize that you were five minutes away from having to go answer those questions, how have you played 180 minutes and not won a match yet? Big cathartic match, I think this for Brazil, Costa Rica. Heartbreaking, Look, but they're done. I don't like faulting teams for playing anti-football because I get it. I get why teams do it, but man, it sucks sometimes. It sucks. And it was so yeah. infuriating for Costa Rica to do. And like again, I completely get this. And in most scenarios, I'm good with it because I enjoy it because it means big teams are struggling. But when it's your big team, oh, it was so frustrating. I just wanted to punch something because of how infuriating they were. Yeah. But a well-organized team. Sable said, "Now jog a ball and don't on yard. If you don't play ball, you can't win." Yeah, I think that people are offering that up today. You know, Sweden when they went down a man or they went up a man, they didn't play. Costa Rica didn't play. People are saying all the teams that didn't play have been punished. The teams that haven't yeah. played really have been outside of Iceland. Yeah, I think. Don't don't say that. The karmic football gods. Yeah, whoa. they know. No, they don't. They, yeah, they do. No, they know. They know. Okay, they, they know. know. Yeah, well. Portugal won a Euro, so <laughs> let's not think about that because it's happening again right in front of our very eyes, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. So Brazil 2-0 over Costa Rica. One of the matches of the tournament, the first match that I missed the majority of, I caught the final 10 minutes, which was apparently a good decision on my end. Yeah. Switzerland 2, Serbia 1. Yeah, this Amid was the I first comeback match of the tournament. We just saw another one uh, yeah. with Germany, but this was the first one fully through. This game was great. I see our dude, Alexander Mitrovic, yeah. banging him in. Dude, Newcastle striker, Premier League. I love Premier League ripped off that tweet. Tadish to Mitrovic, the Premier League connection. Not yet, Premier League. <laughs> you can't tweet that. They're not up yet. They got to wait until August to get those matches in. Look, Serbia, I was really impressed. I thought they played their style well. They, they're not a fun, fun team, but they cross. They get to their tall strikers. They play, They defend well. They overload. Okay, they looked great. I think they just expended too much energy uh, in that first half. And give Switzerland credit, you know. They haven't impressed, but they're clearly a good team. There's a reason why they're ranking so high. What a hit from Granit Xhaka. This was the exact type of goal we like to see. I have not seen this yet. I'm currently finding it. Okay, well. But is this going to make me say have a hit? Yeah. It's, so a shot comes in the box. It's deflected. It rolls out to 25 yards. Shaka's not even in the frame when it, when it when it rolls out. And he doesn't take a touch, just runs in, takes it one time with his left foot. Boom! Missile to the upper right-hand corner. Switzerland back in it. I'm, I'm still scrolling through the Twitter feed to try okay. and find it. But it's coming. It's coming. I'll find it. You know what you want to do when you want to see goals really easily? This is for all the listeners out there. Yeah, you tell me. Go to uh, reddit.com and go to the soccer Reddit because they're 
Uh, they're pretty good at these. And just right, search sort by top, and you can go find uh, these goals. All right, here we go. I got it. I got it. All yeah, right. I also got it. Oh, nope, just kidding. All right, there we go. Copyright claim. Oh, oh, it's out there. Oh, oh, oh. Have it hit? Oh, it's in. <laughs> See? Look. Oh, that was pretty fun. I enjoyed This that. podcast is rebranding itself because Austin watches goals that he hasn't seen live on the podcast. Yeah, just say, uh, just say have a hit. That's what yeah. it's like to watch matches with us. Is yeah. Just repetitively, ha- repeatedly yeah. have a hit. So Switzerland played well, and then it was actually a really entertaining last 15 minutes. Yeah. You, you, you were watching Up both, and down. both sides were into it. They both didn't want to settle for a draw because a draw really wouldn't have helped either of them. They still would have not felt good about I their think chances. Serbia would have been fine with a draw. Yeah, probably because then you, a draw would have actually made this group really. It would I have mean, been really interesting, really interesting. But look, Stoke City legends always deliver. Well, here's my question, Serbia. You played great. You ran out of energy, but it's the 90th minute. Why are you playing an offsides trap at midfield, leaving one guy to mark the fastest dude in their team, Jordan Shakiri? All it took was one simple ball. He was off to the races. Great finish for him. Lovely celebration. Threw the shirt off. Dude is ripped. Yeah. Good little Kosovo refugee revenge against Serbia in there. Go read about that somewhere else. Yep. It was a lovely moment. But great match. Really great end-to-end stuff. Um, World Cup back. World Cup back? Yeah, World Cup back. It was never really gone. No, it was never gone. Don't don't listen. Glad that it's back. This match was really entertaining. Uh, and now it's finally poised for the last day. Before we get into that finally poised for the last day, Sheridan Shakiri. the reason I think Serbia did that is because they probably just watched tape of him at Stoke City this year. Yeah, they didn't think he could run. And he did not do things like that at Stoke City No, he was year. not. He was not Basically, playing. all he did was just cut onto his left foot and try to shoot from 30 yards, which, look, which I respect. He, he I respect. spent a lot of time in this match doing. Right. <laughs> I respect <laughs> it. Yeah. I'm not going to hate on him, but, but that was all he did. Yeah. All right, so Group E, Brazil on four, Switzerland on four, Serbia on three, Costa Rica going home. Yeah. Brazil and Serbia play each other. Yeah, this is tough for Serbia because they obviously know they can win her in, but Brazil has a lot to play for. So and it's also gonna be Brazil, really tough to get a right. result. And key note on this group, group F will actually conclude before it, so we will know who slots first and second. And so there could be a potential for matchup swinging. But given how Brazil have started this tournament, I don't think they'd be looking for that. Particularly if, to avoid Germany, I mean, they have they, to drop into second. Brazil will see, not do that. You don't think so? I what do if they look so. over and see Switzerland is is putting the beat down early on Costa Rica? It's 2-0, 30 minutes in. They're 0-0 no, with Serbia. Mainly because I think a lot of that would bring losing into the equation for Brazil. Right. Playing for a second place gives Serbia more opportunity, and then you start playing yeah. with being out of the tournament. Brazil, go out there, beat Serbia, go through, let the yeah. chips fall as they may. Okay. I, I think, think that's, that's how you have yeah, to Yeah, you can't play for a draw because that always means that you could lose. Right. It'd be one thing if you're up one and you can say, all right, we don't need to go that hard for a second because a draw gets us through. This is the thing where if I was playing FIFA, you try to get one right. up, you're in the 92nd minute, kick it back to the keeper, drop it in your own net. But, yeah, but FIFA's a lot different yeah. than the World Cup. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you can't just do that. Brown Spice would get kicked out of the World Cup for doing that. Yeah, look, yeah. Brazil go out and beat Serbia. Do you think they will? I think so. Serbia, I think this it's another thing where they put their cards on the table and they came up short. Yep. They played really well against Switzerland. They showed you know their style works. They showed everything, and they still came away empty-handed. 
So, you know, and I think Switzerland will probably have a pretty and easy if they time play, against if Costa they play Rica. for a draw, even if Serbia gets a draw, they don't have the goal differential, do they? On uh, let me do the, they, you, well. Then you're Switzerland, relying on Costa Rica. Yeah, and if they need out. Costa Rica to beat Switzerland. So unless it looks like Costa Rica goes up early on Switzerland, Serbia's in trouble. I th- I just. I picked them to advance second out of this group because so I. I liked the way they played and as did I. It just didn't come for them. Yeah. So, also Costa Rica, you know they're gonna play with pride, but Switzerland has a job. I to don't do. think there's any motivation for Costa Rica to play the style that they have so far this tournament. Yeah, I think they'll I think open gonna, it up a little bit. Like, yeah, I think the Costa Rican players will come out and try to play. Yeah, but they're not. But they're not gonna, they're not gonna play their disciplined style. Yeah, they it, doesn't, doesn't matter. They don't need Who cares to. Cares about your point. Quest yeah. thirty first though. Yeah, so don't get, don't get beat yeah. by three. Right. Um, all right, let's shift very quickly to Group D. Yeah, this is a good game. A lifeline. Yeah. To Argentina, perhaps. They're alive because Nigeria. A brace for Ahmed Musa. Nigeria that first two. goal was so fun. Oh, hello. Just a, a lovely touch. Yeah, you really like Lovely to touch. That. He picked it out of the air with the outside of his foot. And on the way down, he was like, y'all didn't even think it would land. He <laughs> <laughs> just put that thing in. Yeah. Great goal. Nigeria, kudos. Good news for Argentina. They can feel like if they beat Nigeria by enough goals, it's in their own hands. Bad news for Argentina. They have to actually play Nigeria. And Nigeria looks motivated and good. This is a really fun game, especially considering the historical weight of Nigeria, uh, you know, falling at the hands of Argentina. Ever. Every World Cup season. U.S. fans will know what this feels like, the way it felt losing to Ghana two years, two World Cups in a row. Nigeria feels that, and they get a chance Even to more write it. so. Yeah. Though it's not just the yeah. last two; it's been forever. Yeah, Argentina it happened in the nineties. Something that's intriguing about this match to me: Nigeria and Argentina played a friendly in November before the groups were announced. Nigeria put four past Argentina, and that was something that was seen as kind of a watershed moment for them, as a we've gotten over Argentina. Well, here you are. Let's see if you've actually gotten over Argentina. Yeah. For Nigeria. A draw isn't necessarily enough because Iceland and Croatia, the rumblings from Croatia that they're going to rotate for that game, yeah. they're not particularly interested. They're probably going to finish first. They're not guaranteed to finish first, but they should finish first. Iceland are going to need a multi-goal win, though. Yeah. This group has a lot of moving pieces It's a pieces lot of weird things, but it's not as simple as, like, win this, win this. Right. It's, it's a lot dependent on Iceland versus a Croatia team that we don't know their motivation and what squad they're bringing. But you'd still pick Croatia, but I don't know. And then Argentina, man, they're lucky they're still alive. But yes. here they go. I totally see them getting out after all this. I can see it. Really? They're revolting at their camp. Supposedly, they might be plotting a coup. The players are, so apparently, like, Messi, Mascherano, Higuain, and Di Maria have stood out against Sampaoli and said, we want our own formation and lineup for this game. You don't get to say anything. All right, well, there's exactly one of those four players who should be able to talk, and that's Messi. Mascherano, you've not been good for five years. Di Maria, uh, you've, been five even, is aggressive. you've been even worse for this team. Iguain, you're terrible for Argentina. If those are the four players that are trying to run things, I'm going with the other guys. Well, the I, problem I, I, is Argentina like, did go with the yeah, other guys. I, I'd like to get Messi on my side first, though. Yeah. Um... That's going to be really interesting. It's going to be a, it's going to be one of the games of match day three. Yeah, and yeah. then you also have to kind of keep an eye on Iceland, Croatia in, in the corner of your eye to see yeah. what happens there. So Group D is finally poised. Group E has some intrigue. Group F we know has some intrigue. And then there's 
Group, what is this, Group G? Yeah. Yeah, Group G. Yeah, Belgium. Put five past Tunisia. Choo-choo-choo, the hype train. The Belgium hype train, baby. They looked so great. Hey, it's a Roberto Martinez side. We're going to go score goals. Lukaku looked great. Hazard looked great. Yeah. One thing to watch, uh, Lukaku had... Uh, so apparently has some ankle ligament damage, yeah. so we'll see what that's like. He looked very, he's looked but very he looked, good this tournament. He's, he looks so confident when he gets in yeah. on goal. He, you know, he's what he's doing, and he's used these little chips. Yeah, he's put it past the keeper every way. It's been he very is good. By and by and large, been the best striker at the World Cup. Red flag for Belgium is their complete lack of concern for either of their defensive flanks. At any yeah, point they don't, so they far don't really this have good outside backs. That's they don't have point. outside backs. They, don't, yeah, they, don't they play any. three at the back and just say, yeah, let's see what happens. We'll score. Yeah. We'll score. Don't they worry. have a lot of offensive talent, but the good news for them is that the England game won't really matter for no. how they get through. So. Unlo- I mean, yeah, no. Belgium is, is basically through. The scenario in which they're not through is Panama beating England. Not likely. And then Panama going and winning again and also yeah. turning over goal differential. Yeah. So, so I think Belgium is fine. Yeah, so the Belgium versus England game will probably not mean that much, so Belgium don't have to tip their hand, and if they look bad, they could hand wave it. Right. But I don't know. I think it'll be. I think England should take care of business tomorrow. They don't have Deli Ali, so it'll hurt them. But I still, you know, believe them to get past Panama. But we'll see. Panama frustrated Belgium for a half. Yeah. Uh, Belgium Tunisia. I think the biggest takeaway for me is I just want to pump the brakes on Belgium a little bit. I get it. They've scored eight goals. But we all knew coming in that this was probably the weakest kind of others of the group. Yeah, they played better two bad teams. Yeah, and they, two really bad. One, I think I think part of it is that in contrast to the other big teams at this tournament, they've looked very comfortable. Yes, and it hasn't been hard for them outside at all. of the, the first half against Panama. I was not yeah. impressed. But yeah, t- uh, the whole match today and the whole second half against yeah. Panama, they they look really aggressive. They play really gorgeous football, and they know what they're doing. But, I don't know. None of this matters to me. I always think about, can you beat a big team in a big game? And they haven't answered that question yet. Look, here's what I'll say about Belgium. You have to give them credit for doing what they were supposed to do so far. Yeah. You can't ask questions on what they've done. You can ask questions on what they will do. Yeah. But, so far, you know, eight scored, two given up to Tunisia. The, the second doesn't really matter. The first was unfortunate because they probably could have just steamrolled their way through that game. You know, you have to give them credit for that. But again, I, I still have concerns about them going forward. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they're, they'll probably get to play maybe Somebody Colombia, from Group H, Japan, is... Poland. Who knows what they're going to do. All right, but... so we've got three more matches from match day two. We're going to yeah. talk about those quickly. Those come on Sunday. And then starting Monday, we've got the final match day in groups, two groups at a time for four straight days. Yeah. Two groups at a day, two matches at a time, whatever. England-Panama, the scene we've all been waiting for, and Dele Alli's not even going to play. Look, just replace Dele Ali with Raheem Sterling or Jesse Lingard, and you'll still get some fun. Yeah, but it would have been more encouraging yeah. if it was Dele Ali. Yeah, I'm interested to see if England make this hard on themselves. They mm-hmm. made it hard on themselves against Tunisia. Yep. Even though they were easily a class ahead, had all the chances, had everything, but still left it very late. I'm interested to see if they can just take care of business against Panama. Harry Kane, give me, give me a... Give me a soft hat trick. You like maybe. the Hurricane Peak hat trick from a combined eight yards out? Yeah. Yeah. Panama, look, they still have something to play for. Yeah. Because it's not, I don't think it's terribly, look, you you frustrate England for a point, 
and then you beat Tunisia, and you hope that Belgium shows up and beats England, and yeah, Panama could, could summit. Like, it's not likely. I but think yeah, it's but not the furthest realm of possibility of things to happen. Yeah, they're not out yet, so no. expect a full, full, the full come. Panama experience. Yeah, it'll essentially, be, it'll be great. Roman Torres is licking his chops for this. If nothing else, the, the thing though is that like if you thought Belgium was like fun and attacking, like England, I don't, I'm not saying they're better than Belgium, but they're going to play with more pace than Belgium did, and it is not going to be fun for Panama's defense to try to contain them. No, it's not. But what if they do? Who knows? They probably won't. Come on, Panama! I have faith in you. Give me one, just one performance, one ninety minutes for all your life. <laughs> but also maybe not. Honestly, just don't finish 32nd. Yeah. I'm rooting for, for England. I'm, I've been Are in- you serious? Yeah. How? Against Panama? I'm an England stand this tournament. Against Panama? Look, I'm, Panama's the boys. Get but- out. Get out with your Tottenham Hotspur nonsense. Harry Kane, man. Get out. He's got to do it. How can you root for England against Panama? It's my boys. I get like being semi-affectionate towards them, but these are the original boys. Look, <laughs> I love Panama. I love what they're doing, but... These are my guys, man. I hate Harry you. Kane. You're the worst. What would you be you're doing the if worst. you root for Miguel Borja and Yerry Mina? I do like Miguel Borja and Yerry Mina. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not on like a dislikable team. You're the only one that's like saying this is not a dislikable England team. No one has been hyping them up all tournament. Who likes Harry Kane? Me. I don't. England likes Harry Kane. Apparently so. Whatever. Panama is going to do the thing and it's going to be really fun. But they also might not do the thing, and that will be considerably less Harry, fun. Harry Cade scored a penalty kick, a tap-in, and a scuffed oh, molly. I hate to see it. Final two games of match day two, Group H, Japan-Senegal, two teams on three points, Poland-Colombia, two teams without a result thus far. Yeah, it's pretty it's much a really do-or-die do game. Yeah. I think that game's going to be a lot of fun because those two teams are also nominally the two most talented teams, and if yep. one of them loses, they're going home, so... I think that's a big game. It'll be a lot of fun, and both sides have a lot to prove. And I don't really know how it'll go. I think Colombia's a little bit better, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That group, even with those two teams, Japan and Senegal, each on three points, still feels very wide open. And obviously, yeah. stating the obvious, we'll get more clarity after that those two matches. But it could still go a lot of different ways at this point, I think. Yeah, I don't know how that match, both two teams want to play. A draw would be better for both of them. Sorry. Corey Burke just scuffed an eight-yard tap-in. Oh, Union. It was CJ Sapong, actually. Sorry. Couldn't see that clearly. CJ Sapong could have been at the World Cup. Yeah, could have been. Could have been striking it up for the U.S. men's national team. But guess what? They didn't make it. It could be Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. Anyways... I don't know who, who wants to, who, who wants to come play this game because obviously a win and you're you're in like win you're definitely in potentially but I don't know I don't yeah. know also Senegal I think is better I do too and they played really well against Poland I was really impressed Japan feels like the two of the the one of these two teams that got more fortunate yeah in I their think first Japan match. would probably be happy to play for a draw yeah and Senegal would try to just get through but I don't know could be yeah. It'll be enticing. Give me one player to watch tomorrow. Just anything. Anything? Yeah, pick out one player you want to see tomorrow. Harry Kane does not count. Sadio Mane. Yeah? Yeah. Have have some fun against the Japanese back line. They... Can you name a Japanese defender? Yeah, Yoshida. Oh, yeah, Southampton. Yeah, don't ask me to name another. 
You were quick with you were admittedly quick with that one. Yeah, Appreciate I mean it. I know my Premier League players. You do. You yeah. do. And that's it. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's all I got. It's all I got. Okay. All right, we got anything else? No, it's been a lot of fun. The Argentina player revolt, something to watch for. Yep. Uh, a lot of drama. A lot it's of tasty good. final match days coming up. Once yeah. you kind of get past the slog, that might yeah, be Monday. Yeah, so... Oh, the Union scored! Let's go! Who? Uh, looks like Boric Doxel. Oh, uh, not G. Wijnaldum? No, he's the Czech Republic dude that came over, and he's really good. Oh, nice. Go yeah. Union. That's quick. Do they play defense in MLS? Uh, yeah. No. No, they don't. No, they do. Not really. No, they just... They have bad defense. Oh, Breck Shea just headed it to no one. Oh, Stoke City legends. And then it Stoke came, City legends. It came to Boric and he just fired it in. Nice. I'd sing the dupe song, but Good job. Don't, you don't need to do that. Good job, Breck Shea. Um, Get past no, this yeah, so we, we have So, yeah, we have Monday. We're not going to record before then. But we already pretty much talked about what's happening in Group A and Group B. Yep. The only really thing that matters is who finishes first in Group A, Russia or Uruguay. Uh, and it kind of matters because... You think the worst of the two teams has to play Spain, the better team has to play Portugal. But Group B isn't entirely set if Iran can get a result against Portugal. Which, we've been saying on this podcast, we're very excited. As in, please don't let Portugal score. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be bad. That'd, that'd be real tough. Alright, that's it for us on World Cup After Dark. Follow each of us on social media. Follow the World Football Index on social media for all the latest from them. All that's left for me to say is thanks for listening, and goodbye.